0: Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to live, and so every week for about 25 minutes, 30 minutes, 22 minutes, 31 minutes, we try to make it a little more pleasant. Here's how the show works. I play a game with one guest who is guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant. Throughout the game we play, I assign them points based on how much they cheer me up personally and how much each answer delights me. The winner and only contestant then wins a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice, and we each give a pep talk to the person or people of our choice, because the show isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. My guest today is a senior writer for Jezebel and the author of the brand new book, Larger Than Life, which is a fascinating and beautifully illustrated book about boy bands and their fans. Welcome to the show, Maria Sherman. Hey, Maria, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me. I did not illustrate the book. That's, yeah, okay, yes. I sh- Who did? His name is Alex Fine. Uh, he's this incredible illustrator out of Baltimore. He was really responsive to all of my notes, which were mostly about, like, Harry Styles dimples and, like, mm-hmm. jawline to cheekbone ratio.
0: Now, do you say Harry Styles is more jawline or more cheekbone?
1: Oh, um, jawline. Wait, no, what does he look like? <laughs> I stared him all day long. <laughs> I was just thinking dimples, and I was like, he didn't ask about that. What else happens on that face? I don't know. He's very dimply. He is very Uh. dimply, as am I. So we have that in common. Do you think we'll get married?
0: (laughs) Maybe you'll meet and you'll press your faces together, (laughs) and there will be so much space in between them because of the dimples. (laughs) you're like, this is the space where our love will grow.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's... (laughs) Wow. I'm, like, willing that into existence. Mm -hmm. I've never read The Secret, but I must now.
0: Our game today is called Best Band Ever. Maria, you have literally written the book on boy bands. So you are, in my eyes, qualified to build the next giant boy band for this moment in time from the ground up. Except unlike most people who engineer boy bands behind the scenes, you won't be a manipulative charlatan. I will ask you questions about all the elements of how to make this band massively successful, the composition of the band, what their career trajectory looks like. And as always, I will assign each of your answers points based on how big I think this band can be in this case, but mostly based on how much your responses make me feel good. Maria Sherman, are you ready to play best band ever?
1: Yes, and I will try my best not to be offensive to the boy band fandom audience because those are the people who bought my book.
0: First question and an important one. Tell me the origin story of this band. How did they come together? Did you hold auditions? Does the band come out of a uh, television talent competition show? What's the primordial ooze that forms this band?
1: I really want to fictionalize this. And since art imitates life, or so I've been told, Mm -hmm. the only thing I've been doing in my like couple hours of free time is watching Lost for the first time. And... I guess it was on 15 years ago. I don't know how it ends, so please don't tell me. I'm going to be devastated if anybody, like, adds me on Twitter after this goes up and tells me how it ends. But I really like the idea of a boy band being built of, like, plane crash survivors. And perhaps there are just a lot of really adorable boys on this plane. Uh, They don't know each other. They're from all walks of life. But at some point, they start singing together, perhaps they're like, the moral center of the survivors of this plane crash. And that is my boy band. (laughs)
0: This is incredible. Honestly, day one, I feel like when they show back up, right, like when they get rescued and they start singing in five part or however many part harmony, America and the world will be smitten.
1: And they're probably going to be a little wet. Boyfriends (laughs) are often wet.
0: Yeah, a plane crash is like great for moisture. Yes. Perfect. This is... Truly, such a breathtaking answer. It is so far beyond what I'd considered the scope of your answer could be. This is where the 45 points right out of the gate.
1: All right. If this yes. goes anywhere, I have to pivot to like YA. Someone is, would love this, right?
0: Yes, everyone would love this. <laughs> okay, next question What is the band's name? And what is the story behind the name, whether it's real or kind of an apocryphal legend?
1: So this is hard because I feel like boy band names are incredibly innocuous. They don't really mean anything and they're all like pretty boring, but like loosely related to capitalism. But I think it'd be fun to have a pun of some kind. And the only one I could come up with was uh, that they would be called the Naughty Boys, either spelled N-A-U-T-I like nautical (laughs) Whatever, I I don't even really know the origins of nautical, but I I guess it probably means boats. So this is where I kind of lose the trajectory of of the plane crash. No, that's all right. (laughs) But maybe they're rescued by boat. They're rescued by boat. Okay. But like boating seems very boy band to me. It seems like a preppy fascination. So maybe that's like album two.
0: Mm-hmm. They're on They're wearing boat shoes. They're yachting together. Sail or sailing.
1: Yeah, there's. <laughs> they went from like this totally like shared traumatic experience to now they're sailing. That that yeah. tracks.
0: <laughs> I love that. This is very good. A tremendous answer. Naughty boys. I think. And it's and what well, the the real thing there is they're they're a little sassy, right? They're a little naughty.
1: They are. And it seems like oh, wait, is naughty boys a thing? I, maybe I should search this first. I think I searched Naughty Boys and I think it was like erotica, like fictional erotica called Naughty Boys might be a franchise. So there might be some issue there, but.
0: Spelled like a pun on nautical?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is this will all add to the mystique, right, where they'll they'll be sued by a romance writer.
1: And boy bands are often sued for various reasons, including taking a name of a thing that already exists in Mm -hmm. the case of One Direction. I didn't Mm -hmm. even put that together. Thank you very much, Josh.
0: Hey, this is your brain making these connections. I'm just here to facilitate. That is, again, terrific answer, 20 points. This band is already primed for success. They have a backstory, they've got a sassy name, and they're going to go far. Talk me through the composition of this band. How many boys are in it?
1: Originally, I wanted to do K-pop style, but that doesn't make any sense seeing as they formed from a plane (laughs)
0: crash. Everybody (laughs) who crashed in the plane, it's like a
1: polyphonic
0: spree boy (laughs) band of like a hundred people.
1: I've never been on a plane populated by more than like five beautiful people. So I'm going to like, I'll cut it off at five. Five is where I'm going to leave it. And I haven't decided if they're all real or if one is, like, imaginary because they've lost it on the island.
0: Oh, so... Okay, <laughs> so so there's four boys we're talking about, four living boys, mm-hmm. and then a fifth kind of collectively hallucinated boy? Because they would all have to see him for it to work, right? Well,
1: I think if you are stuck on an island for a considerable amount of time mm-hmm. and somebody sort of authoritative is like, hey, do you see that guy over there? Of like, after a couple weeks, I'm going to be like, yeah, what the fuck is up with that?
0: Wonderful. We've got a classic five-boy band so that we've got a classical structure and a new kind of twist in that one of the boys doesn't exist. <laughs> so this is really groundbreaking stuff. I think that is 27 points.
1: Thank you. Now that I'm thinking about it, if he doesn't exist, maybe when they make it to land and they're like working to their debut album, perhaps someone like engineers like an AI boy, like the fifth member is making. Yeah.
0: Nobody's ever done anything like this. I think people will be really excited when (laughs) when this band comes around, when the Naughty Boys. (laughs) And what's naughtier than pretending someone who doesn't exist (laughs) exists? Are ghosts not the naughtiest of us all?
1: (laughs) Maybe it is a ghost. I don't know where this island is.
0: They, just, their entourage is like a 47-year-old dude, a ghost. <laughs> and then like two of their moms that travel with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, the, the show Entourage also would have been so much better if one of them was a ghost. <laughs>
1: I've never seen it, but maybe I'll watch the first 23 episodes and we can come back and do Yeah, this then we'll so talk again. about it, project
0: about how it ends. Also, the show would be called haunt I apologize. It's just if I didn't say it, that thought would form a tumor in my body. I love it. Thank you. Next question. Walk me through the membership of the group. What are the boys' names? What personality types do they have? Are there any new personality types that you want to introduce into the boy band canon? I think we've already touched on that.
1: All right. Let me jump to it. So what are what are these boys? I want the heartthrob <laughs> to look exactly like V from BTS. I don't have an explanation. I just think he's very good looking. Mm-hmm. Boring answer, but trust me. He's very cute. I'm so glad
0: you didn't say V from V for Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I, I don't know. That, that, would, that would take that would just be unrealistic here. Yeah. We're he's grounded. like too hot. <laughs> yeah. We're grounded in some reality.
0: So V from BTS.
1: Yes. The cute one is Tom Holland. I don't know anything about Tom Holland, but it just seems like he should be in a boy band. And it's really sort of devastating that he's an actor, mm-hmm. which is like not a cute thing to be.
0: No, he's like little Spider-Man, right? With the Avengers, which is yeah. kind of like being the cute one in a boy band.
1: Spider-Man is definitely the most boy band of the Marvel universe and mm-hmm. and certainly the cute one. Yeah. I have a bad boy and it's a goth, but I can't decide if it's like just a modern day goth or like mm-hmm. an 80s goth that's stuck in a time loop and can only do 80s things. And his understanding of the world are limited to like the 80s.
0: I think you know which way I would nudge him <laughs> <in his. laughs>
1: So to avoid the sort of mysterious Shy One trope, which is usually racialized in boy mm-hmm. bands, it's usually the, like, white-passing, vaguely ethnic one. I think it should just be the rapper, because that's also what K-pop does. They'll, like, name roles instead of, like, doing cute one, heart top, et etc. And this one is the one who is a ghost or um, some sort of being. Maybe he's made up. Maybe he's just this, like, collective imagination.
0: Right, right, right. And...
1: His name is Indecency but it's like indecent C.
0: Mhm. <laughs> and he raps. Yeah.
1: Okay, so yes. we're talking so
0: we've got this this is definitely the first boy band with like a rapping ghost or or hallucination.
1: <laughs> and then the last one is is the responsible one which nobody really cares for but um I think it would be one of the kids on the Netflix show On My Block because they seem very responsible. They've had like a hard, hard life living in South Central Los Angeles or wherever they are, and and they're nice. And you have to be nice and and organized to be the responsible one. Okay. So those are my boys.
0: I think honestly, other boy bands could learn from your diversity of vibe.
1: Thank you. Yeah. You're
0: welcome. This is a great answer. It is a 25-point answer, five points for each boy.
1: So if I had more boys, what
0: If you had more boys, it could have been more, or it could have diluted the power of each description. Okay, next question. We've got a bunch of disparate boys here. What is the overall vibe of the group, like their fashion and their media image? What are they projecting out into the world?
1: This is where things start to (laughs) unravel. (laughs) Because in my mind... It's okay that they're so different because Mm -hmm. they're brought together by their shared trauma of surviving the plane crash. Mm -hmm. But that can only take you so far. Because I feel like first album is sort of memoir-ish. It's about surviving on the island, but also like maybe missing a hottie at home. Mm -hmm. But that's not a lot to work off of. But I think people will forgive them for being so disparate because of of what they've survived.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of a breakfast club situation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. Oh, and you asked about their fashion. I feel like they must just be photographed in, like, tattered clothing for the first, like, year and a half of their existence.
0: Great answer. 26 points.
1: It's fun to win. I'm not a, not a winner by trade. Hey, buddy.
0: <laughs> I think you're a winner. Next question. It's funny that it took so long to get here, but I think it is appropriate to the genre and the conventions of the genre. What is the music like? <laughs> what kind of genre are they working in?
1: See, this is challenging because you would think that it would be acapella, right? Because they're, mm-hmm. like, on this island. But I think maybe that's how they're... That's just how they're getting to know that they can sing well together. That's how they're, like, working on their five-part mm-hmm. harmonies. I think that they should definitely explore, like, the EDM pop zone. Because yep. those boy bands never do well. And maybe the Naughty Boys are here to take it to the next level. So they need drops. That's a, crucial to their identity. Mm-hmm. Perhaps... A loose yes. metaphor for dropping out of the sky when the plane <laughs> crashed. Right, when you're
0: waiting for the drop, you're really just anticipating the cataclysmic plane crash <laughs> that will alter the course of your life. And
1: they're sampling like a plane crash sound. I don't. Oh, it's distasteful, wow. but they're naughty. They're naughty. They noise. are naughty,
0: and it's their trauma. Right? Yeah. Who, who are we to tell them how to process?
1: I've never been in a plane crash. I can't. <laughs>
0: this is great. I love this. This is a 25-point answer. Next question. What are the live shows all about? Do the band members play instruments? Do they dance? What what kind of thing is going on on stage?
1: So they're definitely just like singing and prancing around to mm-hmm. a backing track. Okay. But the goth plays guitar because that is the most 80s instrument in my brain. Agreed. However, maybe it's not plugged in or it's not making sound. It's not like, it's just more for effect. Mm-hmm. Just like what before the drop hits, he pretends that he's like, I don't know, the, the sound guy or something for a second.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fun.
1: But I do think in between songs, when somebody else is, like maybe the hard job and the cute one, I forgot who they were, or V the V clone mm-hmm. and Tom Holland have to go do some sort of wardrobe change. Mm-hmm. The remaining two guys on stage are playing live drums. The remaining two guys? Oh, there's... Yeah, because it's not real. Yeah, the remaining two guys are... And then the (laughs) Phantom. Yeah. I'm really losing. No, this is perfect. I'm kind of lost it. You said
0: it just right.
1: Because, yeah, well, like, the other two would be playing drums, and then the Phantom would just be there. But then I was thinking, wouldn't it be fun if the remaining guy, which I I suppose would just be the, the AI projection... Right. was painting a live portrait because I've seen pop stars do that now. And like, maybe it's just like, like, who's a person that makes people happy? <laughs> Nicolas Cage?
0: Yeah. Is people like he Nicolas Cage. The big Nicolas Cage. Yeah,
1: why not?
0: Maybe like Nicolas Cage on the island where they met. <gasps> yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that. It's Nicolas Cage on the island.
0: I love an AI generated being. <laughs> Painting a portrait of Nicolas Cage in just arenas around the country every night. Very good. This answer is 30
1: points. Amazing.
0: Next question. What is the first single by the Naughty Boys called? And what is the video like?
1: I I feel like there's a lot of territory in the nautical space or maybe in in the flight space. I was thinking Jet Lag Lover would be a fun song. Maybe it's their like, maybe it's their ballad. But also who would they, like, they wouldn't really have a jet lag lover if they were just together on this island, they're not. Maybe they will have jet lag when they like re-acclimate with society. Yeah, when they come back. But the video is probably, it's gotta be something that like girls can relate to. So it's probably Mm -hmm. just like them watching TikToks or maybe they're like pining over FaceTime. I don't, what do young people like?
0: That's very good. Wonderful answer, 18 points. (laughs) Next question. What are the group's fans called? What are their obsessions within the group about each member? Who do they ship within the group? Who do they, you know, who do they think should be romantically involved or think might be romantically involved?
1: Well, the logical answer to the last inquiry must be the ghost and the, like, 80s time loop. Yeah. Human. That's just the layup. (laughs) Because (laughs) it just makes sense. And often the cute one and the heartthrobber kind of combined, but... I don't know if I like V and Tom Holland together. I feel like they're both so soft cheek. It's just too many cheeks.
0: Too much smush.
1: (laughs) But their fan name, this is so hard. I don't know, because I feel like they're called the Naughty Boys. So, like, they would probably just be called, like, Naughties.
0: What about, can I make a pitch? What about Hotties? (laughs) H-A-U-T-I.
1: Yeah, let's go with that. I love that.
0: (laughs) Great. I, th- I feel like we'll split the points on this one. So that's 20 points for you. And I'll take 20 points. I don't usually keep points Are you for allowed myself, to do that? <laughs> this is my realm. This is my island. Um, So that's, that's 20 points for you, 20 points for me. You know, it feels good to win some points. You're right. It feels good to be a winner. Next question. As
1: long as you don't win the whole game.
0: I, I'm not going to eclipse you and win this game. Great. Next question. Is anyone in the group publicly romantically linked to another celebrity?
1: This is challenging because public relationship stuff typically happens later on in the boy band career mm-hmm. when, like, the hotties have de- have decided that, you know, one of them can go off and eventually will probably do a solo thing, but I'm happy if they're happy. Mm-hmm. So this would probably be, like, year four of the five years the Naughty Boys are doing their thing. And I would really love it if one of them dated Lil Nas X, because I feel like there's, a like a like like, a clear... Maybe not so clear, EDM pop like country rap collaboration to happen. Mm-hmm. That's that's like many K pop songs. It's just like <laughs> like seven songs shoved into one. But that's what I want. The thing is, which boy is that? I would love it if it was indecency, but like I don't know. Has little Nas X <laughs> expressed interest in in or sexual interest in ghosts or fictional beings? <laughs> I don't think so.
0: I haven't heard it in an interview. And I feel like he's pretty candid.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I think Lil Nas X is is dating in decency because they can both rap.
0: Great. That answer is worth 26 points. No doubt about it. Just a, a celebrity relationship that people will, their hearts will be warmed by it. Final question. You just mentioned this and it comes up in your book that most boy bands only really last around five years before they break up. So tell me what breaks up the Naughty Boys five years in, and do they ever reunite?
1: Well, I could see a clear solo career path for indecency, but what if they were never rescued, and all of this is our collective imagination?
0: Holy shit.
1: No, I'm not going to go with that answer. I I,
0: honestly, (laughs) I think that might be better than Lost.
1: (laughs) I don't know how it ends. Please don't tell me if it's if it's like...
0: I don't know how it ends either. I
1: feel like in reality, there's going to be some sort of drug drama. And I think it's okay. like... I'm pretty confident it's the 80s guy getting caught like doing lines in Manchester. Because that... I don't know. I feel like he... Did people like England in the 80s? Did Americans oh, like yeah. England in the Engl- 80s?
0: England was huge in the
1: yeah. 80s. <laughs> yeah. So so I think he's like in Manchester doing lines and then someone takes a little pick and yeah. the boy band is over. Because the other boys love him too much. So they're like, we got to kick you out. But also the naughty boys will not sail again.
0: That's just a great answer. And that is 27
1: points. All right.
0: Yeah. Maria Sherman, that has been best band ever. You absolutely tore through this game your final score is 289 points. You are now the highest all-time scorer in Make My Day history. How do you feel?
1: Amazing. This is the most winning you could win. And I said you I'd won never the most. win anything.
0: Incredible. I'm so glad you, you feel pride in this victory. And as the grand prize winner, you've won a $100 donation or contribution to the cause of your choice. Where will the money be going?
1: I don't know if other people feel this way, but I'm kind of trepidatious when it comes to nonprofit work, but mm-hmm. mostly because I, I, I really am sort of uncomfortable with not knowing where my money's going and I prefer to do direct donations where I can. And um, I have a friend in Los Angeles, his name is Rogelio Hernandez, and he's been making food for Black Lives Matter protesters and now he's using all of his free time to continue doing that good work to feed the unhoused population there as Los Angeles continues to deal with its housing crisis. So I would like to give this money to him to directly go to food supplies for people who need it the most.
0: That's great. The $100 donation will go directly to Rogelio Hernandez and his ongoing project to to help feed the unhoused population in Los Angeles. That's wonderful, A, a, a great choice. We'll be back in a second with Pep Talks, but first, a quick different thing. If you're looking for an escape from the news, how about a podcast where someone interviews inanimate objects? On Everything is Alive from PRX's Radiotopia, host Ian Chillog talks to guests such as a can of cola, a grain of sand, a subway seat, and a chainsaw about their lives. I was actually on this podcast and I played the chainsaw and it was so fun. And I'm actually really uh, proud of how it came out. So go listen to that one. See if you like it listen to more Uh, time magazine called everything is alive laugh out loud funny surprisingly informative and often moving a profound pleasure find everything is alive wherever you get your podcasts i really suggest you give it a shot okay back to make my day finally the pep talks each of us will give a pep talk to a person or group we feel needs it at this moment i will go first my pep talk is for teachers Teachers, the work you do is so important and people take it for granted all the time. Teaching from a distance like you did at the end of the last school year is so hard. And you certainly didn't need the extra challenges that this year provided. You already had to deal with more and more students in your classes and underfunded facilities. And now the kids are in their own houses and you can't even do that thing where you make piercing eye contact and you call them by their last names to get their attention. Now there's the possibility that you'll be expected to go back into crowded and underfunded classrooms in the midst of a pandemic, which is an even more dicey and difficult and scary proposition. The coldest comfort of this year, of course, is that it's exploded the lie of those who can't teach. Anyone who thought that should be cursed to have seven children taking classes over Zoom in their home for the rest of their lives. It's a really hard time for parents. It's a hard time for educators. It's a hard time for educators who are also parents. And it's a hard time for children. So with the school year looming and everything so up in the air, I want to shout out Donors Choose, which is an organization that the Kid Marrow brought up on the show a few weeks ago, helping to fund individual classrooms and, and teachers. Any teacher who hears this, tweet me a link to your Donors Choose page, please, and we'll see if we can get some Make My Day listeners to fund it. It's a bad time, and the best we can do is be there for each other. <laughs> Maria, I would love to hear your pep talk, please.
1: I wanted to write a very short pep talk to... Dogs and babies who are upset about the endless barrage of fireworks in major American cities and perhaps mm-hmm. elsewhere. I I don't know. I haven't left a five mile radius in five months, but. Me either. This one goes out to all the dogs and babies out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that should also be how the Naughty Boys dedicate one of their songs.
1: <laughs> Dear dogs and babies, what's up? I've always wanted to talk to you and have you understand me. It's pretty cool. Someone should make this a movie. Should I make this a movie? Anyways, you're probably freaked out right now because some nerds keep blasting the bad stuff outside your house. I don't know what's up with that, it's pretty rude. I just want you to know that there isn't an infinite supply of fireworks in the world, so hopefully they'll just get sick of it or whatever. I mean, some people are saying it's the cops who are dropping it off anyway, trying to cause a ruckus. I don't know if that's too tinfoil hatty for you to think and for me to say, but I guess it's too late. Anyway, dogs and babies, I'm here if you need anything. Thunder shirt technology is only getting better every day. Keep your chins up. Love forever. <laughs> Peace forever. Goodbye.
0: That was beautiful. <laughs> I feel like all our dog and baby listeners are going to feel so comforted.
1: Yeah, I hope so.
0: That's been our show. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman, and this has been Make My Day. Thank you to this week's champion, Maria Sherman. Maria, where can people find you and your work?
1: I guess I'm most active on Twitter, which is at Maria Sherman, but you can always read my stuff at Jezebel. And also you can buy my book because that would make me and my mother very happy.
0: That's perfect. Everyone, buy Maria's book. It's so good. It's just so informative, and she's such a great writer. It's funny and thoughtful and generous. I, I really like it very much. And if you have your own answers to today's game of best band ever, tweet them at me at Josh Gondelman. I don't want to bring Maria into it. She's busy. <laughs> Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.